Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Does it bother you to get either text or instant messages about work? I was thinking about this. Um, as we've gone remote, right, and we're all living in that remote world, I feel like we're doing a whole lot more texting or instant messaging than we have in the past. And it kind of makes sense to a degree because we we miss seeing our colleagues, at least I do, you know, or our teams. I miss seeing, you know, my team. And so I think naturally the the instant message internal communication is just an easy way or a text message is an easy way to feel like you're saying hello but not being as intrusive. And I can tell you that I have personally always had a hard time with instant messaging, especially at work. And I don't mean a hard time meaning I don't use it effectively. I mean a hard time as in I've never really been a fan of it. I just, I've never been a fan. And so it takes me back, and I, I was thinking about it this morning, about how I would communicate with my team in the field whenever I was in my corporate position. And so I would always tell them, you know, hey, if you just have an idea, if it's an FYI, if it's something you need feedback on, but it's not urgent, just send it to me in an email. Okay? An email is you need to, to share something. It's on your mind. But I get to decide whenever I look at it or handle it or follow up on it. Right? And I still have that same attitude today. If you know, an inspector just walked into your, into your pharmacy or your, you know, your facility, your healthcare space, right? Cause I had several different types. Um, if an inspector walked in, I want a text. At that point, I wanted a text. I wanted to know what was happening so that I could be prepared. Or if I was close by, I could come and help. Um, that wasn't an email, right? I needed to know a little bit sooner. Still didn't necessarily expect me to answer because they wouldn't be able to read it. They would be busy handling, you know, the company that they had inside their area. But it was it was more for me and the speed at which I could acknowledge it and receive it and digest it. Okay. And then last but not least was the phone call. And the phone call had to happen when there were certain situations that I expected them to call me. There were certain things I didn't want in writing. There were certain things that. Um, I did not want to wait to find it in an email or wait to find it in a text message. I needed it to be a phone call. And so it was urgent matters, you know, maybe dealing with a patient or something to that degree. Okay, so it, it's all about speed. When did I need to see it? Now, the other thing that really mattered is, is the fact that I didn't want an FYI in a text. And I know that we can all, you know, we all have the settings on our phones where, you know, especially if it's like an iPhone to an iPhone, you can block the red receipt and then nobody knows if you got it or not. And and back in the day, you know, back in the very beginning of all this in my career, I had a BlackBerry, so you couldn't see that I read it anyway. But I didn't want the pressure of having to obviously acknowledge the text and then respond to it because then that became an urgent situation for them that wasn't urgent for me. They wanted to know something. It wasn't really urgent, okay? So I would get texts or I would get phone calls around situations, and they weren't urgent. They weren't urgent to me. They should have 
not been urgent to the person, but the person made them urgent by the method of communication. They felt like they needed an answer on whatever question they had. You know, would they be able to pick up that extra shift two, two weeks from now? Or were they going to be able to have that day off? Or whatever the case may be. Right? Urgent to them, which we can understand. Not urgent to me. I would have been able to get to it that evening when I got to a computer and still have been able to answer it in the same 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 day. Just not in the same moment. And so I carry that mentality forward because I feel like it's the most efficient and effective way to communicate. And so now, you know, working from working from home with my team, right? And they're working in their homes. It's the same theory. I try to say good morning to them through instant message, but I don't like to get, you know, hey, can you follow up on this? Or, hey, did you know about this? Or, hey, whatever, right? Through a work instant message, because in those situations, people can see if you read it or not. You can't hide that. Okay? Google Hangouts, people are going to know if you read it or not. Because that's just the culture that we've created. So I'm not a fan of of just making everything urgent through an instant message because you just decided that that's how everything should be communicated. Maybe you don't like email. Maybe you don't like phone calls. Most people today don't like phone calls. I still like phone calls for certain things, right? For certain things, to hear someone's tone, to understand how they're feeling. There are things that are lost through written communication. And so you've got to know when to pick up the phone. You've got to know when to have a Zoom meeting or, you know, any of those other types of meetings. And you got to know when to show your face on camera and when not to show your face on camera. And we've got to all be smart in the way in which we use this technology because we're going to burn ourselves out and we're not going to help our folks prioritize. It's one of the things I talked about yesterday that our, our top performers need our help prioritizing and giving them deadlines. It's the same thing with your communication. If you are constantly texting, everything is important to the point that if you're constantly texting, you're not going to get a response from any of it because they're never going to know what needed to be handled right then versus not. Okay. So if you're, if you've sort of pulled away from emailing because you're like, oh man, I wish I, I could see them in the hallway and, uh, you know, I can't, or I wish that I could have them just step into my office or, you know, whatever, swing by, swing by my home office and you're not really doing all that right now. Instant messaging or text messaging doesn't take the place of that, right? If you want to have a casual conversation, pick up the phone or do a video call. But don't make everything an instant message that starts to bombard and overwhelm because then no one's going to know what's an FYI, what's urgent, you know, what can they prioritize? You haven't allowed for that through your method of communication. So, again, email text or instant message, phone calls, video calls. We've got four definite methods of communication. My challenge for you today is to decide within your organization, within your business, what does each one mean? Define it. Just like I walked you through whenever I defined it for my team whenever I was in the corporate environment. Define it. When should they use each type of communication? And then you model that behavior. Because I can tell you right now, and I don't know about you guys, but working from home, it's so funny. You know, chatting with my team and chatting with people around me, 
and everyone was like, man, I thought I'd work from home and it'd be a little bit more relaxed. And it's not more relaxed, is it? Because you have all these other things hitting you that you hadn't prepared for. So the best thing that you can do is prioritize your method of communication so that you know and you, you train your team. So if you get you know, an IM or a text you and you read it, you know that you should have read it at that time. You know that the information should have come to you in that method because you trained your team to do it correctly. You have set times to check your email. And you know you can adhere to those set times because people are using email effectively. They're not sending urgent communication through an email. If someone calls you, you know you should answer it because they're not going to call you unless whatever they need to share with you requires a phone call. And when you can put those boundaries in place, it makes your life easier because then you know that you can answer the phone, check the text messages and respond, or wait for your set times to, to do your email work because everyone's following the rules. So what are your rules? Create them. Model them, put them in place, no matter how the world changes whenever you know we come back from you know, the stay-at-home orders and the required remote work, this will still apply. Your rules will still work, and your team will be better off for it. So again, challenge today. How do you communicate? How should you use those four methods? What type of information should, should go back and forth between those four methods in your organization? What's the priority? Go ahead and start modeling it once you define it. Share the definitions with your team and then model it. Have an awesome day.